it's um, not always easy to do what we do here in front, because <laughs> to to navigate through everything that that needs to, you know, um, yeah, to do what the Lord wants to come and do, it's quite quite a thing. So there's so many other things that other words that I that came that I can't even like. We don't have time to do. It. Maybe we do, but <laughs> I think we we're just gonna um, trust the Lord that He's gonna impart that into us in some amazing way. Um, just the two word of knowledge that came out with what people are feeling right now, even when they hear the stories of people that went. Um, so, Joni, do you want to say what you felt or should I say? Huh? <laughs> okay. um, she felt that in a sense that there are many people that's listening to these stories say, Lord, you're unfair. <laughs> I couldn't I can't go. And then, Chloe, maybe if you can share which that sort of summarized what jo Joni also felt. Um. Um, so, God reminded me now of a picture that I saw. It wasn't even, it was like an, a vision that I saw when I was in Brazil last year. Um, and we were at a church camp, and I was quite tired, and I went aside, and I just started looking up to the sky, you know, just to try and connect with the Lord before we go in. Um, and it was very unexpected, um, but I just saw, I saw the heavens opening up, and, and I saw Jesus standing there. Um, and he had this big pot next to him, and he was starting to tip it over. And he told me that he's tipping over the pot of his grace over the people. Um, and I remember thinking, like, what, what a gift, Lord. Um, and a part of me was going because I was just so, so um, pursuing the, the lost souls that I was like, but you're pouring this on people that already know you. And he said, do you see the lengths that I would go to for my church? And, and I felt that this morning. I felt this morning that he was saying to me, Chloe, tell my church the lengths that I would go to for each one of them. Um, and with that, I felt that there might be people that are, are looking or hearing these testimonies of what God is doing with someone else or in other places. But I felt God was saying that he's not a man that is limited to being in one place at one time. And he's not a man that is limited in his resources. But he is God. And his, limit, he, his resources are unlimited. And he is so eager and so loving to pour out his grace on every single person here. Amen. So even I'm trusting that as we share, that something will jump in your heart. It's like, I want to go. Even if it's first just to my neighbor or, or, or something that, Lord, send me. Pick me. <laughs> like donkey, huh? <laughs> Pick me. I'm going. <laughs> um, uh, Lord, I want to go. Um, and his resources are more than enough. His grace, he actually wants to do this for you also. But as you, uh, as you would hear some of these stories that, it took some faith to say, ah, I'll go. I don't have the money, but I want to go, Lord. Will you? I, I want to trust you for this. Um, and, yeah, I'm trusting that even as we share these testimonies, that we had a mission, we went, and we came back, and we saw amazing things, and the Lord did amazing things. But it's not for that to stay there. I think we have, even in speaking to the guys in Zambia, there's many opportunities to take teams not just once a year but actually more regularly so there's such a so hear these things and i'm trusting that your faith will be stirred as um that we can go together as as a congregation all right so what i'm going to do is i'm going to 
we're going to show you quick a summary video clip, two-minute video clip of, of the trip, and then we're going to take you with us on a journey. Okay, so are you ready for this? Here's the, you can play the, just click next. Yes, here we go. Um, what's the line? Um, in the right line. In the right line, you use the line. That's, that's good, yo. That's good, yo. in that like it's <laughs> the big falls so this is amazing that's how our campsite looked Thanks, Kristen, for putting this together. Can the team quickly come to the front? You guys, that's here. Um, <coughs> Lumco, here. Is he Rechi? Is he Rechi? Is he Rechi? Is he Rechi, Lumco? And then Michael. Uh, are you here? Yeah, cool. Michael, come join us. Um, So, as some of you that were on the, on the prayer group heard that we had some sad news on the first day, but I asked Michael just to share what actually went through his heart and how the Lord actually used that. Um, so, just to give feedback, it's like we came to the, the passport control and everybody went through and I saw this guy was like making like this for Michael and like, what's wrong? And then it seems like he was on a solemn 
I, I don't understand basically, but if he leaves the country, he can't come back. So he had to make a very hard decision and it was a traumatic experience to him and to us as a team, but the Lord worked in that. So maybe just share what the Lord did in that moment. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, where do I start? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Friday, I got stuck, um, and then um, the team were making some calls for me, um, and then I got to stay at Ryan's house, but I lost my luggage. So I never had my luggage for like two days, only the clothes I had on me. <laughs> and then afterwards, um, I was just like, like I didn't have time to process everything because everything was just happening so fast. And then afterwards, um, the Friday came, I was at the place and I slept. I woke up the next morning, and that's when like, just everything hit me. And then it was, Lord was really like showing me something of His sovereignty and just like showing me that because I know that God is sovereign in my head, but when it comes to like a situation, and it's like, yeah, do I actually believe that? What do I actually know? Um, and then the Sunday came, and then I visited um, Sorry on the Hill AM, and then <laughs> Lionel came through, and he started preaching on the sovereignty of God. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> What is this? And then afterwards, I visited PM as well. And he also started preaching about the sovereignty of God. So it was just, yeah, the Lord just showed me something of his bigness and how he's sovereign and how, um, how um, yeah, that he, he knows things before it even happens and that I can trust him in that. So that is one of the, stu- one of the things that I really saw of God um, during the week. And another thing that the Lord taught me was to actually fight for my joy. Um, yeah, throughout the week, there was so much opportunity for me to just be sad um, and whatever. But the Lord was really teaching me, like, are you going like, to fight for your joy? Um, and I was reminded of that psalm where David, like, speaks about it. And he says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And every morning, I had to wake up and be like, okay, today I choose to be joyful. Today I choose to, to pray for the team. I choose to, to rejoice when salvation comes. And the Lord was really teaching me to come with, a, like, with the opposite spirit. Um, and that was one of, the things, one of the things that the Lord taught me. And ever since I've been trying to do that, even when I don't feel like it, I'll still praise the Lord. Like, even in worship and I'm having a, a rough day, I'm still going to um, raise my hand. And I was even reminded of that thing that Moses always says, that there's, there's two, times, to, there's two um, times that you should praise the Lord when you feel like it and when you don't. And I, like, I took that, that attitude and I praised the Lord. <laughs> like, there was a moment when I was in the room. <laughs> I was just feeling, I was feeling swack, and then afterwards I just put on worship music. I just started like dancing crazy. <laughs> I looked, I looked silly, but yeah, the Lord, the Lord really t- taught me something of how the, he's, like my joy in Him is going to be my strength. Um, but also, the Monday came, and then I actually cleaned the church's basement. <laughs> um, like I was just looking um, on the group and seeing all the all the things that the Lord was doing. Um, like seeing salvations and so on and I was like cleaning like the basement and I was getting so much FOMO like yo Lord I wish I was there and all these things but the Lord really taught me um, to like really to pray for the team and to blow wind into their sails and um, and yeah even looking back um, like the Lord also showed me that actually Zambia is part of my inheritance that even though I wasn't there um, but me just praying for them 
like Zambia's part of my inheritance, and also just being it's at Sirian the Hill, cleaning the basement. They're planning to like renovate the place, and looking back, I'm like Sirian the Hill is also part of my inheritance because I helped clean clean their basement because they're gonna build a new building, and when the new building is ready, I can be like, yo, I was there and I helped clean their basement. Um, yeah, so the Lord is just showing me how, um, yeah, like, even though I wasn't there, like I still had a part to play and being and sitting on the hill, clean the basement, like I even have an inheritance there as well. So those are the three things that the Lord really taught me when I was there. Amen. Um, yeah, it's just, I asked him to be part because he was part from the beginning. And, um, and wh what he told me this morning is actually the, the airline is going to give him points so he can go again. And he's applied for his citizenship now. So watch the space. <laughs> watch the space. Okay, cool. All right, so um, you, you can go to the next one. All right, so our journey started in Lusaka. Okay, so after all, we arrived in Lusaka. Um, the first evening, we had a, um, a youth um, gathering. So the team went to the, this is the, the church meeting. I'm going to get to that now. But Joel just said to me, he wants to share about that first evening that they had with the youth. You want to maybe share what happened there? So um, the whole focus of the evening was on um, role, model, role models as, at youth. And then off, after the session, we had um, like miniature groups. And Christian was also in my group. And then I think Janku from Stellenbosch PM. And then, uh, and then another guy. But the whole focus of, of the session of small meeting group was about um, humility and meekness. And then as we were going to pray, um, the guy, the one guy that was with us in the group, he didn't know what humility was. And then we explained to him, and it was as, as if God was really giving him grace to um, walk, um, walk um, in humility with him. Amen. Yeah, it was so actually um, amazing, like um, with Joel there, like the first evening we could choose where we sleep, <laughs> which room. So I, I asked him, do you want to be in my room or do you, no, no. <laughs> you want to go, <laughs> wanna go with the students? So he and Michael was roommates. <laughs> Where's Michael? Where are you? <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, that was just amazing. So we landed and then we quickly went into that youth meeting. So our trip was like this the whole time. We just went to the next thing, the next thing. Um, the next morning we had some serving at the SVA was pulled in with his electrical work. And so he helped them solve some major electrical problems there. <laughs> and, um, and then um, I, had a, I had a session with the worship team on the Saturday where we taught on praise. And you saw a video on, in that video where the people were jumping and shouting and praising Jesus. It looked like us. Marnie told me it's not like that with them. It never happens. They're very conservative. So to see that is they really went for Jesus and praised Him. Um, he said, like, for a church to, that's conservative to praise like that, it's a miracle. So um, I want to mention that because something of the Lord broke something open in, in a congregation with praise. And the reason why I'm showing um, these pictures so that you can see the different demographics of where we were. So here you can see it's like... It's a meeting like us. Um, but then I'm going to take you on a journey and take you to the places we have been and that Jesus was alive 
is alive in these meetings and what he has done. Um, okay, so next one. Um, that's a map. So I've one dot, these little red things up there. So you'll see the top one is Lusaka. That's where we started. And then Masabuke, I didn't put one there. Then uh, next to Lake Kariba, we were there. We were at um, Livingston and we were in Shosheke. So we traveled 30 hours in a bus. Um, Distance-wise, it's not so far, but the roads. I mean, people complain about the roads, but you cannot complain about the road because there is no road. <laughs> you cannot. I mean, there is no road. You can't. One of the potholes was so big that the whole bus could fit in it. <laughs> it is. It is. We've seen amazing things, but we had Esvia, <laughs> our driver. <laughs> he, he drove that bus, and it looked like a four by four. The way he drove. <laughs> <laughs> we had some bumps and things like uh, Tristan was at the back holding all the stuff together. <laughs> yeah, pot flies over. And so we had so much fun in the bus. I mean, it was 30 hours of traveling, but it, we had yo, we we became so close as a team in in that um, in that time. So and then we traveled from um, just to give it. Yeah, you can go to the. So we traveled from Lusaka to Livingston, which was about six hours and 34 minutes. Um, and then the next day, we traveled to Shosheke, which it says five hours, but it was more six, seven hours. Um, and do you see, it's only 200 kilometers um, that we, we literally left at 4.30 in the morning and arrived there at just past 11. We got out of the bus, and then we had to be ready. So it was that, that's how it was. It was like we got out of the bus, they come cheering us on, and they were like, yeah. And you know, this, this amazing thing is this people, um, maybe show the next one. Um, yeah, so that's the, the church that we went in. You can see it's built out of clay and sticks, and that's how their meeting place look. This looks actually very decent to the comparison to the other village that we were. But the scripture that the Lord highlighted for me was um, just the whole thing of that Jesus went into villages and cities. And he saw the people, he saw the crowds, and he had compassion on them. He healed the sick. Now, we, we're not Jesus, but we saw Jesus do that. We saw him, and, and these guys are going to share some stories now. So, firstly, we're going to share about Shosheke. So, if, if you have a testimony of Shosheke, I, I think, Lumko, you have one, huh? Yes. Go for it. Uh, okay, thank you. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, in Shosheke. Uh, we arrived then, there was a just small meeting, then they say we're going to go out uh, to door, door to door. So as we were going, then we, we go at this house, so we met another old lady, but she couldn't walk, like, physically. So... I was working with SV and uh, Michael. So we asked to pray for this lady because the way she... They took uh, a lozy, so we couldn't, but there was people that they couldn't translate so that they could understand. So uh, we asked to pray for this lady as we were praying for this lady. Uh, uh, 
I just got a picture of this lady. She was happy on his soul because of he seems like he say thank you to the Lord that now she can walk in spirit, not physically. So what stood on me say to the Lord, thank you for maybe it was many years he was praying for so that he can get touched by the Lord. But now we send one of the brothers or two so that he can translate what the Lord is trying to say. He say, today you are walking, not because you are walking physically, but in spirit, the inner person. So that is was my another thing in Sisheke. Uh, thank you. So just to say, Linko, he preached his first sermon in... <laughs> <laughs> um, and we had so much fun with Livgo. It's like he had this saying, it's like um, if somebody does something that's not right, you say, Nio, it's So we, we had a lot of jokes who just around that. It's like, Nio, it's not But it was rare for you to preach. <laughs> and um, just to see him actually preach, in, I mean, his first language is not English. But he preached in English, and just to see how the people received him, and um, yeah, it was amazing to see. And I told him, there's some work at home, so Bakweni, watch out, huh? Luca. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Um, also, Sasheki, no? What, what was amazing, just, uh, sorry guys, I, I know sometimes when you hear stories of somebody that we're like, yeah, or whatever, like, <laughs> so I want you to just to travel with us, just just travel with us in this, because you were part of this. Um, the first, maybe for, before I give you, now we arrived, and that Peter said, Peter Chanda was here with us, and Marnie also, he said, okay, Maris, you need to preach. Now, I had five preachers on my tablet, and I had no faith to preach any one of them. Now, we start the meeting. And the choir comes in, and the kids come in, and I'm stressing. I'm uh, like, God, I don't know what to say. And I try to soothe my conscience, like, of my, my not my conscience, but my, my, my heart is like, you will give it to them what they need to say in the moment they need to say. Like, Lord, I trust you. I don't know what to say right now. I'm like, because I felt like what I had was, it's not going to work here. It, it's like ministry is what I know. It, it's not going to. It's not going to go here. And I was praying and I was praying. And when I stood up, I said, okay, it's now, okay, here we go. And I had one scripture, and it's the verse that I just like, we went to the villages. And something I, I really felt in that moment is the excitement of the people that we would travel this road to come to them. Um, and, and, and I think, we, I stood up there and I said, guys, we are eight guys standing here, but we're actually nine. <laughs> There's one guy that could have been here today, Michael troubles and he would have said this to you these none of these guys had money to go but more than that we have a whole congregation in Wellington and I mentioned you guys and I said we're here but it's not just us we are sent by this congregation um, and and you could see the people's like yo this is so cool that people would travel all this way to come to a village and to 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 be here um, so you've been there you've been mentioned so, and I want to say that because we felt the praise, we felt the support. Um, so I want to give over to Esfir. 
Hello, hello. Um, yeah, just forgive me if my, my English runs out. Uh, speaking a lot of English while we were over there, and I'm actually Afrikaans. Um, but yeah, I just just want to speak about the, the faithfulness of the Lord. I mean, we drove all those ways. We drove on roads that weren't roads. We drove next to the road, <laughs> more than on the road. And in all of that, we didn't have one flat tire. We didn't have one breakdown. We didn't get stuck once. Just how the Lord protected us and, and just kept us. And in the bus, the joy we had, the, the bonding that we had with each other. And yeah, when we, when we reached um, Shosheke, it was, yeah, the one thing that came up to me the whole time is the Lord doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. So anybody can be called. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're going. It doesn't have to be Zambia. It can be local. It doesn't matter. If the, Lord, the Lord will protect you and he will show you the way. Um, but the, the main thing for me was in Sheikh, it was the evening that we showed the Walking with Jesus films. Um, there were about, at the beginning, not a lot of people, like we went out beforehand and just invited people, went door to door, prayed for people, just inviting them to come, come, come. And yeah, there was this, when we got back, uh, there were a few people already ready, and then at the end of the night, there were almost 300 people watching the film. <laughs> And it was, yeah, and when, at the end of the day, we asked who wants to give their life to the Lord, and about half of them responded. Like about 150 people said, that was, that was amazing for me to, to experience that for the first time, to pray for people. And the one thing I want to highlight is also Joel David. While we were playing, praying for the people, I was standing next to Joel David, and he was praying. I can just hear the Lord speaking through him, and I stopped praying, and I was listening to him. It's like, yeah, <laughs> well done. And then I continued praying, but, but yeah, it's, it's amazing what the Lord did there as well in that community, in that church, and how that's going to grow as well, just, just for us being faithful, not through us, but Him using us and working through us just to increase them. That's amazing. Um. The last, the last time Esfir was in Zambia, he was stuck there during COVID, and he was still unsaved. <laughs> this time he went, but he, for a different reason, and, and now he wants to go back and again, again and again and again and <laughs> again. Um, so I can foresee in the near future him leading some of the teams going there. So I want to just get your hearts ready to go, guys. This is, this is, this is, there's an opportunity for us to go to Zambia. Um, it's hard. It's rough. The toilet is a little hole in the ground. Um, yeah, it, it's, but we needed ladies to be there. Actually, it was one of the things that we, we felt, actually, we, it, for the ladies to pray. It was awkward. It's just us men, like, uh, I have to baptize eight ladies. Like, if there were some ladies, it would have been amazing to have them part of that. So, yeah, it's tough, but if you can trust the Lord, um, it can be amazing. Maybe just go on to the next one. Um, that's how we showed, they made this fire at the back and then people gathered and they watched this little screen with um, the G walking with Jesus. Um, go on to the next one. Can we go on to the next one? Um, this is a video, I'm not going to play it right now, but it's, um, it's, it's the, the trailer of the video that we face, watch, watch <laughs> that we showed. Um, and I wanted to show it so that you can uh, sort of get an idea. Maybe let's, sh I'm just going to show 30 seconds, just what we showed to the people, just so that you can get an idea. Can you press the next button and should start playing? Oh, no, that's, no, this is, sorry, go back. Well, any spill me, okay. 
I'll share a link somewhere that you can see. Just It's a five-minute clip where it just shows what we showed the people. But this next clip, you can go to the next one. This is where the people responded to the gospel that evening. I took a... So, so, I mean, you can't capture that on a phone, but it was, that was that moment where, I mean, we were all, our eyes were like, wow, Lord, the response. I mean, we start this video and there's 20 people. And then when you look around, it's just, the people just came. They heard something is happening and they came. And, and just how the Lord used that, might, it was an opportunity to share the gospel. Um, okay, so then we went on from Shasheke. Anybody else wants to, um, okay, go to the next one. Then we had an off day in Livingston. We traveled our seven hours back to Livingston, so we, saw the f we did see the falls. It's amazing. If you're in Livingston, go watch it. Um, we got wet and <laughs> um, drenched. I came prepared, but the rest, they, they, <laughs> they were stubborn. They wanted to be wet. <laughs> so anyway, we're still dry there. Um, that was amazing. And that evening, we went to Peter's Church, where um, I was actually feeling very tired at that moment. And... Um, and didn't really felt like we had hit the mark that evening. It was almost felt to me, ah, oh, we missed it. And like we had this one opportunity. But then I, I had a prophetic word that the Lord wants to come and stretch. And we prayed for the church. And then the, um, the Friday evening, I had a prayer meeting where seven people usually would come. And that evening, more people were there at the prayer meeting than were there on the Wednesday. So the Lord did something in the spirit with us in our weakness. And, and so that, that so flowed over to the that was something more in the congregation. All right, so then we left Livingston. We were there for one day. We traveled five hours to Lake Kariba. Um, and this is just a quick um, summary. That's the church where we're meeting now. It's just sticks built out of a tree and a little... F uh, the sink the, the, um, <laughs> is not even... It's sticks and stuff on it. So it's really... It's a village. It is, and the people were also very excited for us um, to be there. Um, just the next one. Okay, and this was the gathering there. So maybe some guys want to share on... Just Makuti. This is a Makuti. Close to Lake Kariba where there's crocodiles that we didn't see, but, um, yeah, we baptize people in that lake. <laughs> um, when they... <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah, so let me... Before I give to them, um, so, so we... It was a resistance, actually, for baptism also, so we felt like when we encouraged guys to get baptized, you could feel in the spirit there was a resistance, but Sean spoke, the guy we worked with, and then Peter also spoke, and then I said, encourage the guys, go and tell people if you want to get baptized, and nine people came, and they got baptized. So I've asked them, who do you want to baptize the people? And he says, no, you. <laughs> I was like, me? <laughs> so I was like, crocodiles. Uh, so we got there, Esvia went into the lake first. Now we need to get deep enough water so that we can, we don't want to go too deep. So he walks, and you can see this guy scouting. <laughs> He's just checking if there's any crocodile. He did some tiger fishing, so you know where to look for what, what needs to eat. And then he's just like, he's like, I'm ready to wrestle a crocodile. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then even while I was baptizing the people, he was like, <laughs> so I felt so safe. <laughs> Thanks, Ismael. <laughs> All right, Christian, go for it. 
the morning church. So what happened in Makuti was very similar almost to in Shesheke, where in the evening we played them the Jesus film. And now I think if a person looks at it from a kind of critical, natural point of view, it wouldn't make sense for people to kind of respond. So I say that is the thing of the, like the language barrier for one. Where in Shesheke, a lot of people understood English and they, I think they might have had teams before, so they were familiar. The people in Makuti, like the kids, you want to go high five and they run away from you. I think they, they're not used to people with such light skin. Like, <laughs> so, so English in Makuti was one of the big things, so we had to have like a translator almost all the time. And then even with the, the, the Jesus film itself. So it, it's a movie made like I think in the 1970s. So for me who's seen like Passion of the Christ and more modern films, and you look at that, it's a bit like, yo, it's, it's, it's a bit low budget almost. But, so the cool about it is that it plays in, in, in their language. So in Makuti, they speak Tonga, so they were playing it in Tonga, so at least they could understand. But then towards the end, when it came to the altar call and, and throwing out the net, very similar way, like there were maybe 50 people to start with, and a whole lot of them, like hundreds came towards the end, and hundreds gave their heart to the Lord. And I'm just reminded of that scripture where Jesus talks about how the kingdom of heaven is like a bit of yeast being worked through and worked through the whole dough. That God's actually building his church and he uses things like a, a 1970s Jesus movie and people who can only speak English to build his church. So for me, it was really powerful to see God's work even with the limitations. So something that, that was really cool for me to see that also happened there um, was, so I, I went on the outreach not thinking too much. I, I remember on this side, I was like, maybe I should prepare a next-gen lesson or, or Josh and Keith's lesson or something. And it's like, no, I don't really know. So I was like, okay, cool. Kind of in the back of my mind, not thinking that I'm going to work with the children. Um, and then actually in um, Shisheke, when, when everybody was praying for all the children, I was standing there and all of a sudden there were children in front of me and I started praying for one or two and the next moment it was just a sea of children and I could pray and just prophesy over all of them and then which was just special. I was like, oh, okay, the Lord's doing something here with children in my heart. And then we were there and the morning, uh, the morning we were there and I, I went to Morris and I was like, Morris, I see there's a lot of children running around. Um, but we're not doing something with them. I can maybe prepare something, quickly see if we can do something, and just minister a bit to them as well. Um, because they're part of the congregation, and they're part of the community. Um, and uh, oh, some of the guys, Kristen, oh, man, okay, yeah, you did an amazing job. And um, Tristan also helped. Um, and we kind of spent some time with the children at the same time that the baptism, or speaking about the baptism was happening. Um, and you won't see the original children there, but we, <laughs> we, there was like a small group of children and they were little ones and I, I was sharing with them and we were speaking um, to them about the gospel and we we're just about to be finished when the school came out. And the next moment, there was just this whole group of children and they were a bit older so we could share the gospel again. Um, and actually speak to them, and I encourage them and say, okay, look, because I know there's a cultural thing as well, especially with the children of they want to please you, and so it's like, so I made it very clear, like, look, okay, so this is, this is what the gospel is, and don't put up your hand or just respond because it's something you want to do, and explain that with all you want to please, and, um, but you're laying down your life, and then the next moment, poof, 
you just see the Lord touching the children's hearts um, and the response, where it was something that we didn't plan at all, um, but the Lord made a way, and we would never have been able to reach those children, because, um, I mean, we didn't even know the school was there, uh, but the Lord made a way that it was break, and we could have gone anywhere with the children. Um, we ended up with the church being here. We ended up going this way to a little field here, and that was where the church was, uh, where the school was. Um, and then that evening as well, the same thing happened. Um, we were praying for, for everyone, and then I, I didn't go looking for the children. I just saw all of a sudden <laughs> all the children here in front, and I started like everyone was finishing praying, and there's just this line of children. So I was like, go call some of the guys. Just bring them in. Just <laughs> come help here. Um, and, and out of that, actually, we saw, um, we saw healings. We saw, um, they didn't, like, they didn't understand what we were prophesying over them, but we were praying over them and praying identity over them, and we actually took some, and then it's like, two, two of them needed healing and prayer and deliverance, and it was like, okay, cool. And then we took them to the rest of the group, and, but, yeah, yes, okay, cool. So Michael will share what happened then. Are you still okay? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, so I just I quickly wanted to share just, um, we were actually on a TMT outreach, and we were visiting AM one morning, uh, on the outreach, obviously, and, um, and Modus announced that they're going to Zambia and stuff, and I don't know how or why, but like I would have completely disqualified myself for this Zambia outreach. I wouldn't have felt like, you're okay. You know, I'm the man. I should go on this outreach. Um, I was like completely like, no, I can't. I can't do this. Um, and then it was like something inside of me. It was like a, a deep just knowing, like a stirring of God wants me to go on this. And then they mentioned um, Ireland and, and another place, uh, Switzerland. And it, I just knew, like Zambia was it. Like I didn't even think about the other two. Like I would have wanted to go there, but I just knew that I needed to go to Zambia. Um, and then God opened all the doors and provided. And I don't know exactly why I needed to, to share that specific um, experience. But if there's any of you that, that's feeling like, um, I almost just want to say, like, God will make sure that you know you have to go somewhere and then he'll open the doors. And I didn't have the finances. I didn't have the courage. I didn't have the, the faith to do so. And, and at the end, it changed my life. So um, I just want to yeah, say that. Um, but yeah, so in regards to healings, it was absolutely crazy. Like, people just come, they don't understand what you, what you pray over them, and then they get healed, and then they start walking away, and then you get an interpreter, and you're just like, wait, 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 come back. So, are you fine now? Then they're like, yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. And then they leave. And then the next person comes, and they're like, no, I can't really see. And then Morris prays for them. The next moment, okay, no, I can see now. Walks away. <laughs> yeah, so I think there was... There was something of, of um, it's almost like that, that woman that was um, struggling with the bleeding in, in Luke 8. Um, it, it, uh, Jesus actually says she was healed because of her faith. And I think it was like these people come and they just know, they expect healing. They expect like, okay, cool, well, I'm responding now, so there's going to be a response from, from God's side, you know. And I think also in our Western world, we sometimes, we, we, we're so doubtful, like even us, like we were praying for these people and we were doubtful. And because of their faith, they just got healed like this. 
I mean, we, there was a, a woman that was like almost blind. She got healed completely. She could see clearly. There was a girl that couldn't hear properly, and then she could hear properly afterwards. There was people that was like completely demon-possessed. And then they would like start manifesting on the floor and stuff. We cast out a bunch of demons. Then they stand up like, thank you, and then just leave. It's <laughs> just crazy. Um, so I think, yeah, it's just uh, how I, like it completely changed me, knowing that that it's, it's really God working through us and, and just seeing how God moves. It's, it's absolutely amazing. It changed me and built my faith a lot. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe, Esther, share what happened with you with that person there. That <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, this was the second evening. Uh, the first evening we showed the Jesus film, and the second evening we showed the walking with Jesus. Um, sex is like that. And then a couple of girls and guys responded, and we were praying for them, and they were all standing in a row, praying for them, praying for them, pray, praying for them after they gave their, their, uh, their hearts to Jesus. And this one girl was praying for them. I was hiding my honor, and all of a sudden, she just went limp. All her like this. Kept on praying for, for, asking for the Lord to fill her with spirit and everything, and then all of a sudden, she just went flat. And I turned around, and Moses was standing right behind me. I just asked him, Mo, come and pray with me. <laughs> and then this girl started manifesting, yeah, completely, and she almost fell to the ground. We laid her on the ground, and yeah, we just drove out the demons out of her. And I could feel at this at this one point, um, uh, I was being under attack. There's like a deep dread um, coming into me. I was, I was scared. I was I didn't know what to do. And just all of a sudden, I just realized I just, um, I fell back on Jesus. I just spoke truth into it. I spoke, Jesus, I'm, I'm yours, Lord. You are my savior. You are my king. And then all of a sudden, it just lifted off of me. It was gone. And I could continue praying for the, with, with Morris and, and Sean Kelly. And we drove over all the demons of her. And that's just, just another um, testimony of, of how great the Lord is. No one can stand against him. There's no power greater than the Lord. He is the ultimate power. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's just my revelation that I had through that and just, just how beautiful that is. That, and he loves us. It doesn't matter what, doesn't matter what you do, doesn't matter what you go through. You'll still, he'll be there for you and he loves you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all of us, huh? Yeah, Lumka, do you have one more thing to share? Are you good? Huh? Good. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Um, yeah, so even like SVS, never, you've never done deliverance in your life. No, <laughs> it's training on the job. Huh? <laughs> um, and yeah, so I think why do we share these stories? Like, um, do you want to? Uh, sorry, yeah, the other thing is just just the stigma behind deliverance. Um, it's just they don't have no power. The demons have no power against the Lord. That's just one thing. It's not something mystical or they're going to attack you or whatever. They can't. They have no feet to stand on. So that's just one thing I also want to share. One more thing. <laughs> I, d- I forgot to mention. It was, it was quite funny because some of our team members got sick while being on the trip. And there was one day specifically where I, I went to the tent and I was just like, yo, I can't do this. And I started praying and I, I took um, some painkillers and Corenzo C. And I was just like, yeah, I'm in the tent now. I'm taking meds, and then I pray for people, and they're getting healed. Why is this <laughs> something not right here? And, um, and so I stopped taking meds, and I just prayed for myself, and then I just got healed. And it was weird. It was like, <laughs> yeah, so while taking meds, uh, but anyways, um, yeah.
<laughs> okay, I missed what you said right now, but it was good. <laughs> I was listening to him. <laughs> okay, cool. So, yeah, the nations are, is 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 an our, is an our inheritance to to go. Um, whether you have the resources or not, the Lord will make a way. And I, I know any one of these guys could say how the Lord has provided um, for them to go, and. This is only the start. I think I'm really trusting the Lord that He will liberate us to, to take hold of these opportunities to go. Um, and, yeah, if, if we can just stand together. And I want us to pray for the churches we went to in closing. Um, you've done so well. Thank you for listening to our story. <laughs> um, but I want us to pray for those churches um, and in, in Lusaka, in Makuti, in Sosheke, in Livingston. Um, these are guys that with the resources that they have, that they are shining the light of Jesus. And we could point people back to the churches. So it wasn't like we just did an outreach and we left people there. We could actually point them to a congregation. So, And I want us, even as we are back, to constantly pray for those churches, to constantly trust the Lord um, to come and do something amazing. Um, so can I ask Esvia? He's going to do a prayer for us. And then we all just agree. And, and the thing that we've learned in Zambia, if, if the people say hallelujah, we say amen. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say hallelujah after the prayer. And we all agree, amen. And we trust that the Lord, yeah, just touch the congregation. We go for it, huh? Engels. <laughs> Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for sending us, Lord. I'm just revealing your spirit to us and that we could, could contribute into those churches that we worked in, Lord. Insight and our wonders with, with Peter Chanda and the, and the light that they are shining through you, Lord. Just continue to, to, to give them breakthrough, Lord. Yes, Lord, just, yeah, just come and, and give the people that were saved. Give them new hope, Lord. Give them, give them a power to put in back into those congregations, Lord. The same with Mazabuka and Lusaka, all the churches that we visited, Lord. Oh, Lord, I just ask that you will keep them, Lord, and keep growing them into your spirit, Lord. And keep, keep growing them, Lord. Let, they, let them stand in you, Lord, that you will shine through them into that nation of Zambia, Lord. Oh, Lord, I ask that you will, you will continue.